welcome to the Race FF podcast. I am your host, Jaime Garcia. And today, guys, I am doing a little bit of a recap of what happened this weekend. Um, as most of you already know, the EG is still not prepped and ready for um, going back out there for wheel to wheel. So until I get it ready, there's like a couple things that I need to get done. And yeah, I, I just haven't had enough time to get them done and sadly um i am missing out on the first event of nasa's schedule which is uh excuse me it's kind of aggressive in terms of the in terms of the timeline because first one is january when usually we have like a decent break so i was just not prepped for it um, SoCal NASA is under new management, so in a way it's great because it's like more events, we kind of get to not have an off-season, which for some people might be good, might be bad for me, because <laughs> it takes me a while to get things ready, especially with the changes that I needed to make uh, on the EG. So, um... I was able to find um, some used 205s because I'm doing that uh, staggered setup. And um, yeah, I, I was able to go out there to the racetrack this weekend on Saturday to help out with instructing and also just help out all the other Honda Challenge drivers and got to see Ryan Walton's uh, new car that he's... Uh, he's um, kind of working with uh, Tom Polly to um, run that car in uh, Spec E30 and maybe do some Enduros with it. So, <clears throat> um, kind of going all over the place, but I was originally just going to go for the awards banquet that they were doing at the racetrack this weekend. And when I asked about, like, Going to the awards banquet, they mentioned that they were in need of uh, students. Not students, uh, instructors for students. They had a lot of students for this event. And uh, it was also comp school, so everybody was kind of like all hands on deck. And, you know, I've gotten so much help from NASA starting out and becoming an instructor and doing all, you know, all the things that I've been able to do, um, that I was like, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll show up early and, um, get going and, and help out as much as I can with whatever's there. And, um, yeah, it was a really good event. Like, um, it felt more rushed to me because like the usual start time for a NASA event is like around eight o'clock. We'll have, um, the driver's meeting and whatnot. And I came in thinking about that. I should have double-checked the schedule. But, yeah, there there was already, like, qualifying going on or practice uh, for the Honda Challenge drivers as I was uh, arriving at 7.30. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's really, really fast. And, um, yeah, I looked at the, at the um, schedule once I got there, and it was like, yes, a driver's meeting was at 7, so I was like, oh, snaps, so we, I was late. 
so yeah, I showed up and I was able to instruct some people. And um, I had two students for the weekend. And even though it was one day, I was able to ride with uh, two students and uh, kind of get like, you know, out on track. Um, and that was pretty fun because now that I'm doing uh, road racing, instructing is going to be kind of a harder thing to do. Sorry about that. Hit the mic. And in terms of time-wise, and I mean, like, if anything goes wrong, I need to be, like, on the car as much as possible and figuring out setups and tire pressures and seeing what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. And, yeah, that's that's going to take a lot of uh, energy, time, and, if, yeah, just a lot of time. So... It's gonna it's gonna be hard to do both things. So it was nice to go back and just like instruct and not have to worry about racing stuff and doing anything like that. And I was already gonna be there for the awards ceremony, so that was nice. Um, and with instructing, I was able to go out there in uh, X. Honda Challenge driver's car that was kind of a, a really well set up vehicle. It was a very fast and capable vehicle um, back when Manny Coates was driving it. And it's a 93 um, Integra. So I think actually, no, I think that one is a 90. 91 or 92 Integra, so it's the DA chassis. I, I'm trying to remember about the bumper. The bumper's different. Might be a 93, actually, because the 93 ones have, like, a more of a flush fitment on the front bumper. <coughs> Sorry. And um, it was, uh, I guess, one of Manny Coates' uh, good friends who... He is out there driving the car now, so he'll be able to get to learn it and have a real good freaking car. Because, yeah, after riding and instructing with him in, in that car, that thing is really impressive. Obviously, he was having some issues with the car because, I mean, much like I did when I first went out there, uh, on those Toyo tires, they do not like the cold. And, yeah, he had a spin. So, spinning at Button Willow, when it's um, kind of like damp conditions, or especially like when it has been raining like it has been over in SoCal, is kind of a as we'll get into a, a little bit later, is kind of an issue. Um, definitely not the time to be going off. Uh, the, the The big thing that helps Button Willow when you're out there in, like, summer months and also, like, just not wet and damp days is the type of soil around there is uh, really powdery. So when you go off, it's nice because it doesn't really grab you. But... Because of the type of soil, um, when it gets moisture into it, it becomes a type of, like, clay almost. Like, the mud is very, very clingy. And we'll talk about that 
a little bit later on in the the podcast uh, about what happens with that. So, um, I went out in there and obviously first time driving out on track and he's in a prepped H4 car and it can be intimidating and the, the car handled really well from what I could tell in the passenger seat and, you know, um, he was in fourth gear the entire time, but still, like, the car moved, and I was just like, damn, like, that final drive really does help out. Final drive in LSD is, yeah, like, that thing is, that thing is good. It's loud as all hell, like, <laughs> as bad as the EG was with the freaking uh, baby T-Rex uh, moan at, at highway speeds, like, anything over 3,000 RPMs, like, in that uh, DA Integra, it would hit like a certain resonance in my ears with the helmet on that it was just like deafening. So like I definitely understand where Carlos um, gets that uh, complaint that he has to wear specific ear molded um, headphones for whenever he's out there in his uh, CRX because it is stupid loud um but i mean that's kind of a straight piped <laughs> civic there as any neighborhood that uh, deals with uh, straight pipe civics uh, running around at uh, three o'clock in the, in the morning can tell you they are stupid loud so being in that car kind of like reminded me of what um what kind of work I have ahead of me because I'm like damn this is this is fast like this is this is good and I mean right now with NASA they allowed um the B18 cars to get down to 2400 which is kind of a, a push for for the B18 cars they're a little heavier and whatnot and based off of the rules there's very little weight um, they can take off, so, yeah, it's, it's harder, it's definitely harder to get the cars down to that weight without putting, like, Lexan and whatnot, and especially the, the Integras have that giant rear window glass that is a lot of weight. I'm not sure how much it weighs, but I'm sure it's, it's a lot because, it's probably the size overall surface area close to um, the windshield. So I, I can imagine that's pretty, pretty substantial. So overall, it was nice to be out at the track and uh, just seeing old friends and uh, new people that are going out there and driving. And at the award ceremony, it, it was nice to see uh, recognition for all the people there and... Uh, I did pick up my participation award for TT6, mainly because it was a battle between me and Debbie, and Debbie won. I mean, it's hard to beat a Spec 944 uh, Porsche when you have a car that doesn't have the final drive, doesn't have the LSD, is overweight by, at that point, they're still um, 300 pounds, and it's probably like maybe 10 horsepower <laughs> underpowered of what it should be 
But, you know, these are all choices I've made, so I can't really complain. Um, I was just happy to get um, some recognition for all the work that I've been putting in in terms of uh, going out there and trying my best. And, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, with that being said, um, there was um, a couple things I wanted to touch base on. And one of them was uh, seeing, um, you know, I guess it's so popular to tell, like, how shitty the new, um, I guess, younger generation is. Like, this kind of a trope of, like, oh, the younger generation, they don't care. They're not as enthused about it. And I was able to see um, one of the guys is uh, Marcel de Carpel's daughter, Isabella, go out there in his uh, Honda Challenge car. And she's 17 and, like, driving it. Like, yeah, she may not be at pace. And, you know, when I instructed her, um, there were some things she needs to clean up. But, dude, if I was at her pace when I was 17 and I'm 35 now, I'm, phew, dude, dude. Like, what's up? Like, that's... That's so much of a leg up to be at that level in terms of messing with cars at that level um, so young. Um, I'm super excited to see what she ends up doing if she continues to pursue it because it's really impressive. Like, oh, my God. Like, dude, you're driving a Honda Challenge car, like, and it's one of the nicer ones out there. It's not all ratchety looking like mine. <clears throat> and it's actually fast. So, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing out there and there's so many young people out there driving. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited and then um during that um this event there was also a uh it's um oh, I'm losing the word. I'm losing the word. Um Comp school, competition school. I was thinking, I wanted to say race school, but I know that it's a competition school. Yes. So the competition school looked really, um, like they had a good um, amount of people out there. It's it's really nice to see more people, be, you know, becoming racers, becoming wheel-to-wheel uh, -wheel, uh, certified. And that just gives me so much hope about what um the future generation is gonna hold so yeah I, i'm super stoked about it that's that's so dope um hold on guys i'm gonna pause this sorry about that um had a call from my father but yeah sorry about that guys um yes so um, just seeing a lot of the racers that are coming up, um, it, it looks super dope. Um, and seeing the race school is just, it's just so great. Um, seeing people do the three wide routine going out there and it's just always fun to see them messing around and doing that stuff. And yeah, like I, I get a little jealous cause I had to do my race school at streets of Willow and if anybody knows that, um, doing three wide at streets is a lot harder <laughs> than doing three wide at freaking uh, Big Willow or 
button willow those tracks are significantly wider and uh more apt to allowing um the whole three wide thing so <laughs> yeah i mean uh, not complaining but i'm just like oh that would have been nice because there were a couple times where i'm just like oh, i need to drop a tire or else i'm gonna hit this guy um but yeah that that was dope seeing them out there racing and um doing the like mock starts it, it's so dope just seeing the like different classes of vehicles just all t- going through together it's it's nice like I, I don't know I'm I'm just a fan of it so there was that and obviously um so I the reason I'm I'm like a little hesitant and I, I did talk to the person involved so I did have permission to like talk about it but there was an incident and again it wasn't like somebody crashed into someone but one of the things that I was alluding to in the beginning of the episode is uh, the track condition and the mud out there is very sticky um and because of that there was an incident that happened out on track and had it been a normal uh event you know it, it would not have uh turned into what it ended up turning on into and uh yeah we essentially lost a uh car um which I know everyone says, well, you know, as long as the driver's okay, that's good. And yeah, it it is good, but it is still like kind of um, kind of sad to see, you know, somebody who's worked really hard at building their car up and being competitive in something like, even though it's not the same as like a big team, like it I think means sometimes a, a little bit more when it's like you and your blood, sweat, and tears going into it. Like it, it especially for me, it hits a little uh, harder. Um, yeah, we had a, a complete um, write-off happen, and the situation was um, the car um, out on the first lap, and again. Toyos um, not being not being really great in the just like being cold um, because it, it was really cold that day. Um, the rear end um, got loose on him on uh, one of the high speed sweepers, and I guess as it came back around, um, the front end went off on one of the high-speed sweepers, which is a Riverside car, went front and off first. So there's kind of like, on Riverside, it's a kind of banked hill, a banked turn. So if you go over, there's like a kind of a, a ridge and a lift, like a lip. And what happened was that when he went over, going like nose first over, the driver's side front wheel caught on the mud and essentially made the car do a barrel roll and, you know, just kind of spun the car around and 
did like massive amount of damage and thankfully Paul is absolutely fine. He has some pain on his left side. I just touched base with him today. Um, and yeah, like uh, it, it's so stressful to see, you know, another driver possibly be hurt. Um, and especially the car being ridden off. And again, it, people matter more than cars, but it's still like a lot of effort goes into these cars and, you know, like no one in there is a pro team. So it, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot to see someone's pride and joy get, um, you know, totaled like that. And then it's like, you know, now we got to start all over. Um, so, you know, shout out to the medical response team that uh, got to him uh, really quickly and all the stuff that um, happened and the people that were able to help um, right away. Uh, it, it's just, it goes to show you why you, you know, everybody likes to say, yeah, don't skimp on sa safety. And then you get like, kind of the entry level of everything and uh, you know there there's a reason why a lot of the rules and the strictness for uh, safety equipment is there um, because there's just uh, you just you just don't know what happens there I think he when when the car rolled he was spinning air like airborne like two or three feet from the air from what the footage was showing and possibly one of the most terrifying parts was that after the car rolled over he landed upside down and in the footage of the video i i, I don't know if i'd post that one up or whatever um especially not without his permission um but yeah, you, you could see some fuel start to leak into the um, vehicle, and uh, yeah, like that—that is—that is absolutely terrifying. Um, possibly being upside down in a car that could uh, catch on catch on fire. So that's yeah, like that's that. It it really does mess with me when I hear that, like just talking about it. Um, but yeah, he, Paul's okay. Um, there will be stuff that's salvageable, but just the strength of that button willow mud, um, broke all five of the spokes from the, from the, um, five Segan wheels that he had on. So like, yeah, it, it was a really violent, uh, violent crash, and the whole rear end is kind of collapsed in it, where the hatch is, and, um, you know, we looked at the cage, and it didn't move. The cage, in terms of the driver compartment, stayed where it's supposed to be. The cage did an awesome job. The belts held Paul in, and the seat, he had a halo seat, so it minimized lateral movement of his head um especially doing that barrel roll so i mean you know th the safety equipment did what it was supposed to do and it kept someone to having very minor injuries and just like pain on his left side and i was just so happy to see him 
okay afterwards because uh i didn't see the situation go down i just saw um when i came back in because i was in with the uh other um honda challenge car that was in the hpd one uh group and as i walked out to go see the honda challenge race i saw that everybody was coming in and marcel being upset and i was like oh crap like what the hell's going on and then i saw the rollover and i'm just like okay some shit happened so um yeah hopefully paul can figure something out we can get a new chassis under him and he could come back out and race hopefully that's not the end of it um the little that i know of paul um guessing that's not going to be the end of it most of the time once you're in road racing you're kind of in it so i look forward to seeing him out again and uh when he makes his uh, triumphant return to h4 but definitely having to redo a chassis is gonna be a lot of uh a lot of work so yeah that's that's a lot of work that's ahead of him and yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> so on to a little bit of brighter news and again guys that's why i kind of like emphasize try to buy the most that you can afford in terms of uh like seats safety and whatnot like try to get the most that you can afford like yeah like like yeah so yeah Try to do the best you can with what you have. And for safety stuff, just get the absolute most that you can afford. Because uh, hopefully no one has to go through that. But, you know, all the safety equipment is there for a reason. And moving on to more positive news. Um, it was nice seeing Carlos uh, get the SoCal region. Uh, championship won first place with the team of bean dogs racing and then uh second place i think was uh greg carr uh in his eg coupe awesome driver cool guy i've met um op- i think i met him when he was uh first driving his lotus so he's used to smaller um smaller cars so yeah, it's, it's an EG coupe is uh, it's definitely a nice car to um, jump off from uh, a Lotus. Uh, I'm sure parts are way cheaper and easier to get. So yeah, um, and then third place was uh, Carlos Valencia, another Honda Challenge driver who's uh, up and coming. He's definitely gotten his pace up and. For a minute, I I was trying to use him as a benchmark, but now he's uh, just a bit faster, so I'm not going to be able to do that. So I have to uh, just keep working and um, do as good of a job as I can to um, build myself up because, yeah, like, whoo. They're all getting faster, and I'm, I'm still, like, trying to figure out my formula. So, yeah, um, 
out there at the track, I was able to pick up one used uh, Toyo. Um, so they'll they'll be like testing sessions that I'll have uh, with Caroline driving the car. Um, we'll be running those 225 uh, with the 45 series sidewall and, uh, up on front and the 205s on the rear. And yeah, that's I think uh, Big Willow that will be going out with um, in the EG and have like all that stuff uh, sorted and uh, ready to go. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> um, yeah, just I, I I have a lot of work to do to get the car ready for February because we're already in January and this is the second week now of uh, January. So that means I only have less than a month to get things done. And I usually try and work on the car in the weekends like a saturday or sunday but i might have to start like doing like little bits of things because taking the dash out is a a lot more uh cumbersome and laborious um for me especially with the um smaller garage that i have the two-car tandem so it can make it uh kind of difficult for me so with that said um shout out to all of the honda challenge guys it was an awesome hanging out with them um and not having you know the stress of like going back and forth um with uh, instructing and racing it was just nice to do one thing and um yeah shout out to like all of these uh guys that um racing with because they're awesome and they all helped out and were able to um help paul get his uh integra back by using i think it was um marcel's trailer that's an open open trailer so a lot easier to get that car that was uh rolled um yeah so with that guys um this is kind of a shorter episode <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of all that I have for, for you guys today. Um, I'll, I'll be looking into doing a little bit more of, uh, how do you say like, um, segments in the future, but for right now, I'm, I'm going to be playing around with some stuff, uh, for yesterday, obviously, uh, Carlos has been taking, took the first win of the... Wait, did he win? Actually, let me let me check that. Let me give you guys a race recap of what happened <laughs> on this uh, Saturday for Honda Challenge Racing. Uh, so the official race results, according to Race Hero, for yesterday was Team Bean Dogs Racing, Carlos, winning... Um, yesterday's race uh with a lap time of 209 and that is uh the configuration of button willow of 25 clockwise with the a section so instead of the bus stop you do the little drag strip between um cotton corners and riverside and second place came in james landry with his uh, green integra with a 211 Greg Carr, hard charging it. And, of course, 
Paul finishing off in fifth and Marcel in fourth for um, yesterday's events uh, results. So, yeah. And as for Sunday's event um, race results, I don't know if we have that yet. We do have the qualifying, so I may make an addendum to this um, race. Actually, it'll start in a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and pause this. And I'll come back with you with the actual results in a little bit for today's race. So it, it'll be like 20 minutes for me, but it'll be just a couple seconds for you guys. Hello again. So for some reason, it seems like uh, there's a delay in the Honda Challenge race. So I won't give you guys the results for it. Because they seem to be delayed for some reason. I, I'm not sure what's going on. But hopefully it's nothing uh, serious. Um, I'll try and post the results of the race um, at the Instagram. Um, on the Instagram page. Uh, besides that, guys. Um, thank you for your continued support. Um, this is a, kind of a short episode. But um, I'm trying to get more stuff done. With the EG, um, gonna start. I have to start getting some wrenches into it, um, and yeah, the the goal is still to get the car as light as possible. Um, I've now secured tires, so now I have to get those mounted and balanced. Um, I'm hoping the homie Chris uh, can help me out with that. Um, and aside from that, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Um, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you.